am your host, Adolfo Ferranda, at NerdStalker on Twitter, today with a very special guest. Eric Bula is a senior Agile consultant, regularly pairs with certified Scrum trainers, and he's an expert in Agile, business agility, and organizational transformations. He's also the author of the first book in .NET and Spanish back in 2002, speaker in many international events, and recently ran a webinar about uh, enterprise social systems for Scrum Alliance. He organized the first Scrum Day in Chile and Valencia, and uh, Eric has served as a trusted advisor over the past 22 years for the following leading companies. There's a ton of them here. Latam Airlines Chile, Microsoft Iberica, uh, Ministry of Defense Spain, British Telecom UK, London Stock Exchange, Indra Spain, MasterCard Uruguay, AXA Insurances Mediterranean Spain, and many more companies in Malta and New Zealand. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you. So Eric, the product owner must continuously engage the customer and stakeholders to ensure the team is building the right product. How do you advise the product owner to ensure the customer and stakeholder are getting it or not? Well, first of all, we need to understand what the right product is. Mm -hmm. and that right depends on who is in the conversation, right? Yeah. And, and, and for that, we need to clearly identify who the customer is. This is something I see in many companies. It's not clear who the customer is. Mm -hmm. So, I generally teach a tool which uh, uses three different circles and the, the right-hand side circle is related to identifying the right market and the right needs mm -hmm. and, and the three questions you might probably ask here is, um, it's very typical that um, coaches and consultants generally ask what's the problem you are trying to solve. Mm -hmm. So you need to be very clear with that. Will it create a real difference to the customers? So once they experience your products, will people not want to miss your product anymore? And, and finally, if, if people invite you to the sprint reviews, especially mm -hmm. if you're using Scrum, are, are the right group of people. So this is the, the first part of question. This is the first circle. And after you, you answer them, you need to check the second circle, which is about the technologies and people. So you have to make sure that you have the right technologies to implement what your client works. So we can have some great ideas, but if you don't have the technologies or the skills or the people, you're not going to do it. You're not going to be able to do that right. In here, we also ask about the right features, and you have to make sure that you and the client know very well the roadmap and the, the user experience they are expecting. Do people understand the trade-off? For example, if we move something on the backlog, why we are doing that? And this is a very important part. So the last circle is about the business goals, is connecting what well, we are doing, the releases, for example, with the business goals. So the share area between these three, three circles is what we call the successful product. Mm -hmm. uh, so the previous question are going to help you going in the right direction and trying to identify what we want. Coming back to your in initial question, how do we know that your client is getting the right product? Well, we need to use some technique, the technique we mentioned before, but we also need to, to have some indicators for example, if you are developing an application, an internet application, some people, for example, measure the number of downloads, but the number of downloads are not going to say that much. So it's about the impact you are having on customer. We need to choose some kind of relevant metrics mm -hmm. and regularly be in touch with the client as part of the day to day. And in addition to that, I could say that the metrics are also sensitive to the product lifecycle. So you can't, for example, measure profit before your mm -hmm. product enter into the growth stage and uh, you can't measure, for example, 
uh, adoption rates and referrals in those stages, but you have to do it in the introduction. So we need to make sure first you have the right people on board, mm -hmm. and also you have to make sure that you measure the right thing and, and all the stakeholders and the team get, give, uh, get the right visibility. Yeah, it kind of dovetails into my next question would be how should product owners measure and verify that the customer or stakeholder understands what the product does or should do? So are you saying that they, there really is no good measurement for that? Well, it depends on the company. What, what I, I know by, um, by certainly is that we need a realistic roadmap. This is um, mm -hmm. something I've seen in many companies. You don't really have a realistic roadmap, which has, has to be visible and have to be understood by clients and the IT people and business. And satisfaction rate is obviously a, a key indicator here. We need to engage mm -hmm. with the clients in great sprint reviews to make sure that they understand the product backlog and the priorities and especially the strategy. When I was running a transformation a few years ago for the biggest airline in, in Latin America, mm -hmm. uh, the team and, and the product owner used to go to the airport just to talk to people at the check-ins and to passengers and try to get first-hand feedback. And another example was when they designed yeah, yeah, that was very, very good. Uh, you could see the, all the developers and business people just talking to people very informally. And, mm -hmm. and another example was when they designed the user interface to select a, a seat on the plane. They basically went again to the airport and they talked to people. And then what, they used this technique called A-B testing, which is yeah. you try two different things on the market and you see which one works better for you. And what you have to have in mind is that requirements are just hypotheses. Mm -hmm. So unless the client try it, you, you don't have an idea in which direction to go. And this is what you usually see in traditional companies, people just making several assumptions. I would say, they, I think the client would like this and we are going to do this because for certainly they're going to like it. In Agile, we try to test it on the market first. But remember, it's the product owner making the, the final decisions in mm -hmm. here. So just to have in mind that the importance of the vision here and the roadmap and the, the visible backlog, it has to be something that is visible for everyone. It's not just for the team. It's not just for the product owner. It has to be something shared by the whole team, including stakeholders, product owner, and, and the team. So again, you need to identify the right people to make sure that they understand very well and you understand very well what, what they need. So you're definitely touching on the first two of my next three questions here. Um, so I, I'll just say, how can we detect if the product is not fulfilling the customer stakeholder needs and expectations? And or how can we detect if the product is not fulfilling the customer stakeholder needs and expectations, which I basically just said. Uh, and if not, how do you recommend the product owner initiate a course correction? That's kind of a big deal. Yeah, so if you are using a Scrum, then well, we generally love retrospectives. Uh, usually when something is wrong, usually try to run a retrospective and some, get some action points and learn and give some visibility. But then sometimes what happens is that you are doing the wrong thing, right? And you didn't realize, or perhaps the market changed, or perhaps, you know, someone released that similar product. Then I could say that you need to reprioritize your backlog. You need to make sure that your roadmap is valid. Uh, mm -hmm. Your vision is still valid. And the important thing to hear is that there is no scapegoat, but on a, an opportunity to learn and improve. So being agile, means that you're going to be able to review the process and people and learn and adapt quickly in an environment where people feel safe. Sometimes, obviously, you need to cancel whatever you are doing. But again, you need to reinforce visibility and make sure that everyone feels safe when, when these kind of things happen. Have you seen a product owner terminate a sprint? And if it's determined that a drastic change in direction is required? And if so, can you explain the scenario and, and what was learned? 
Well, yeah, to be honest, um, it's not that usual mm -hmm. to see that generally um, they cancel the sprint, but it happened to me around 10 years ago. Sometimes people believe that you know, it frequently happens. Mm -hmm. And it was in, in, in London. I was uh, working for um, the biggest uh, job search engine website in there, mm -hmm. and they wanted to deliver some specific features. And, and it, I remember the team started working on them, but suddenly the company decided to change the whole strategy and, wow. and the roadmap and the backlog became invalid. Wow. And as people in that company didn't feel really safe, there was a lot of pressure coming from business. It causes a kind of initial chaos. And, and my strategy at that point was try to reinforce visibility and make sure that everyone understood why it happens and how expensive especially it was in terms of money. Mm -hmm of people and the processes and, and again it's not very common it's not very common but it can happen i imagine that um with the growth of exponential power in computers and increasing market disruptions it can happen a, a, a bit more and sometimes you see these kind of things a, a bit more in traditional companies using scrum and they have very uh, huge feedback loops and really really slow so in, in, in agile company we change just to reflect on what happened and and, and change it and in, in here also, we need to make sure that if you're canceling something, have in mind, if you're going to have high technical debt, if you're closing whatever you were doing, if you have to do a lot of rework, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, this is the kind of things um, you need to have in mind. Um, I know that sometimes it's cheaper to stop and reflect, but you have to have certain numbers and a certain idea of how expensive it's going to be for the company. So Eric, thank you so much. Yes, thank you very much. My last message for uh, product owner is, play by the rules and break the rules.